Welcome to Happy Today podcast. This is a podcast for those who want to improve service experience of internal services. If you use ServiceNow or other enterprise service management system, then this is for you. In this episode. And of course, whenever we talk about experience, we need to be talking about feelings. this episode of Happy Today podcast. Uh, today we are joined by Roy Atkinson. And actually, Roy is probably a person that you have met if you have ever been to an ITSM event. Nowadays, they are virtual ones, but still, uh, yes, I, I see every day, almost in LinkedIn, some event or something where Roy is, is presenting. Very happy to have you here today. And I guess uh, we let listeners uh, know a little bit like, like how we met. It was uh, an ITSM F event. Where we could fly and we could meet people face to face. And I think the one thing that I'm, I remember from you is that you came to our stand and you pointed out it was happiness and productivity, and you said, Yes, that's it. But I think the one that Sami remembers is that you gave us two bottles of red wine before you went to your flight because most likely you couldn't take it in your hand package. So, yeah, welcome, Roy. Yeah. Good, Happy good to have you here. And, and good memories of, of being there. and. Uh, It was actually Sophie Danby who said, you need to go talk to those people there. <laughs> you want to talk to them. And yes. uh, she was right. So Yes. Yeah, yeah we all love Sophie. Uh, she brings us uh, people who talk about the same, same language uh, together. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. So idea today is, is to talk, talk about uh, employee experience. And I guess uh, because also like the definition of employee experience differs every now and then from, from different people. And what's your definition of employee experience? Well, I was, I was pleased to see that uh, some research I was looking at from the Gallup organization defines employee experience very much the same way that I do. And I defined it in, in parallel to customer experience. We usually define customer experience as the overall experience of a customer at every touch point with experience like at every place along the way. So how did they find the organization? Was it a good experience getting in touch? How was the hiring process? How was the onboarding process? All, all of those things. And then when they do come to work, uh, are they given tools that do what they expect? Uh, are they uh, provided the proper support, which is I'm sure a large part of the conversation we're going to have today? Uh, You know, are they, are they able to be productive? Is their boss a, a beast to work for? Or is it someone that they enjoy working for? What are their teammates like? It's all of those things. And of course, whenever we talk about experience, we need to be talking about feelings. Yeah. And and I know that that's one of the reasons your organization has happy in the name is that it is all about feelings, our responses to, to things. And I think that Uh, one of the things that I've talked about in the past and written some articles on is the difference between customer experience and customer experience design. So from the organizational standpoint, it's how do we provide the opportunity for good customer experience? 
But from the customer experience standpoint, it's how does the person feel when they walk away from one of those touch points that they go through? And the same is true in employee experience. How do you really differ employee engagement from employee experience? So employee engagement is more about uh, how does the person fit with the mission of the organization? Are they, uh, do they feel like they're part of, of achieving the goals of the organization? Uh, do they contribute feel that they contribute to the organization? Again, we're talking about feelings, right? Yeah. Uh, but do they participate? Do they have an opportunity for input? Do they contribute to the well-being of their team and, and the goals of their team? So it, it basically, you know, to be engaged, like when it, when a gear engages on a car or, or a motorbike or whatever, it means that that is pulling in the right direction. And the same is true with, I, I think, with employee engagement. Uh, and that is the experience and, and the engagement are joined, but engagement <clears throat> specifically talks about how that person is pulling in the right direction with, in terms of the organizational goals. I think that's a really good definition because uh, we have been sometimes struggling with like understanding why HR is actually kind of responsible on that part. And then why employee experience is, is much more broader topic. And I think that definition of, of that you just gave, uh, at least for me, kind of opened a, uh, it, it simplified it to, for me. Now I'm actually able to explain it better next time for the person who asks it. So, yeah. I'm going to go circle this day in red on my calendar because I said something <laughs> smart. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, you can do that. Or I'll, I'll, I'll circle it because I, I learned okay. something that I haven't yeah, been able you to have learn. To circle in it in UBS. pink. Yeah. We will, we will. Yeah. Okay. But then you can, you can all, then think about it from, from multiple different viewpoints. So like, uh, you know, when you talk about employee experience and, and you talk about it with uh, somebody who cares about the whole organization, then you have somebody who is working in IT or somebody who's just a manager of a team. Always when you have employee, I think it kind of defines to think about in a 10,000 employee organization, 10,000 people, 1,000 or 10 people. Um, so how do you see it from, from different points of view? How does, what is the well, contribution to it? Yeah. I learned a long time ago from a scientist friend of mine, Alfred Nielsen, that a hologram works because at any point in the hologram, you can see the entire picture. And so to, to kind of put that in, in the terms that we're talking about, every employee has a view of the organization from their perspective. Every manager has a view of the organization from their perspective. And I think that you know each one of those perspectives is somewhat unique. And uh, so we need to be able to look at and think about employee experience from each of those viewpoints. And that's why feedback is so important. All right, you, you guys are all about that. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why it's incredibly important to have that feedback from the entire organization. And, and I could go on a lengthy, a lengthy talk about uh, pulse uh, surveys and, and the problems therewith. But uh, it, it, it's just good to get good, honest feedback. And I think we'll talk about how rapidly that needs to happen if we want to get some accurate idea of what's going on, too. How about <clears throat> when you look at it, kind of the benefits from the different kind of roles in, in, in IT or in overall in organization? So that was kind of the perspective of, of 
people to be listened to, but how do you see like, where are the biggest benefits of really thinking and um, focusing on experience management or, or listening to the employees? So just, just a little bit earlier today, I was talking to someone who uh, is thinking along, he does some transformational change work with organizations. And we were talking about how IT tends to have a kind of a siloed perspective on the organization. And they think of things in technical terms and, and, you know, I've been there. Uh, and, and so there are different levels that we need to think about uh, the experience from and in the engagement from and all of the things that are pertinent to that. We can talk about staff engagement and staff experience within IT. So how are the people at the service desk feeling about their work? Are they able to do their jobs properly? Do they have the right tools? All the questions that I, I mentioned earlier, that's one perspective. And then we have the perspective of the broader IT department and, and partially how does the service desk fit into the IT department? Do they feel like they're part of the organization? Does development talk to the service desk before they decide to release something into the production environment? And next thing you know, the phone is ringing off the hook or the emails are flying because people are having some issues with that. Uh, then we can look at it from IT's perspective in, in the interface with the rest of the organization. How is IT providing its services if we look at it as a service provider? How is it integrating uh, with the rest of the organization? How do the employees of the organization perceive their relationship with IT? So each perspective, each one of those perspectives is a little bit different. Um, and, and you can slice and dice that employee experience if you have, you know, the journey mapping is a big thing right now. And uh, if you look at the journey of an employee across the organization, there are many, 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 many touch points. IT is certainly one of them and a very vital one because as we know, technology underlies pretty much everything that goes on in organizations now. It's incredibly important for people to get the right services at the right time and get the proper support for it when they need it. So uh, we need to, to think about all of those different bubbles across the organization and how they, they mesh and how they help the organization achieve its goals. And, and that's probably more important now than ever. Uh, especially in terms of the uh, the pandemic, and, and I know that you've got some COVID nineteen influence on IT incident response volume yep. information that just came out, uh, and it, it's a very interesting time. But even in the context of the broader time period, organizations need to be really innovative now. They need to differentiate better, uh, and they need to have an eye on what the competition is doing. But they need, really need to have that technical underpinning to be able to achieve the innovation that they they need to get a to get ahead of the game mm. i think in in the earlier discussions that we have had is that started to understand that in doing the pandemic it, it has kind of even shifted that early on experience of employees was very heavily quite heavily on the hr but now it is going more to the it part because everything we do with the company, all the connections we have with the company is through IT. Mm. And, and that kind of feels that the, the pressure on IT is even heavier when it comes to employee experience. And, and that is really interesting to see how CIOs and other directors are able to handle that and how they feel about it. Have I you had any a, good kind of thinking in that area? 
Yeah, I, I, I thought a lot about and, and talked to many organizations about uh, the experience of just getting through the beginning phases of the pandemic when it suddenly shifted from everybody's working in offices to, to pretty much everybody is working either remotely or at home. It was a tremendous shift that happened in a very short period of time. And I would like to say that IT support people did a miraculous job of helping that to happen. People who had never worked from home before had no idea what a VPN was, had no idea what they, you know their, their connection process was going to look like. The fact that they got ramped up so rapidly and were provided equipment so rapidly at one organization, a healthcare organization that sent 500 people home during the course of a week and none of them had a laptop. They provided 500 imaged and ready to go laptops to those people inside of a week, uh, which is absolutely amazing. I mean, how many organizations have 500 laptops in inventory? You know, it's just incredible. And then provided them in a way that was contact free. So there's so many things that have happened during the pandemic that forced IT to have a different response. And you're absolutely correct in saying all of those contacts, I mean, our contacts right now, we're on Zoom. We need a network connection. We need to have the proper security in place. We need to do all of those things for our organizations. It's it's an amazing time. Yeah, I think that's a, also good good kind of bridge uh, to the, to the, like, and, of course, we understand. Yeah, now I did it all that, but but in general, like, what other benefits are there for the for the organization? Like, why should they care about employee experience? Uh, is there some studies that you know it it helps employee performance or customer experience or the company performance? It's like, is it or is it just like this, like you know, pink and happiness or, you know? Well, yeah, happiness matters. All right, happiness matters in a big way. I think. <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, recently uh, the Gallup organization did a massive or released the results of a massive study with over three and a half million uh, results, uh, respondents that they, they took information from. And, and the effects of employee experience and employee engagement come out in some unexpected ways. I mean, you would expect that, uh, you know, absenteeism is going to drop. If you have high engagement and high uh, results on customer on, uh, employee experience, people are going to show up for their job because they feel good about their job, right? They're happy. Yeah. Uh, so you expect absenteeism to drop, but you also find results like uh, Gallup found that there was a 41% improvement from the between the top quartile and the bottom quartile. 41% quality defects. That's huge, that right? Is, People are yeah. producing better products because they feel engaged. 66% uh, in well-being. So employees perceive their well-being to be better if they feel engaged and ha are having a good experience. And overall, the organizations had a 23% uh, increase at the top quartile versus the bottom quartile in profitability. That's huge, right? Where, like yeah. I was saying, it's a highly competitive environment out there. If you can increase your profitability by a, a substantial margin, then why would you not do this? Uh, it's it's a really important to do it. And I asked a question in an article I wrote recently for ITSM Tools. Uh, I said, if you could reduce turnover by increasing your, your employee by bettering your employee experience, 
and you could increase your profitability and, and make your organization healthier, why would you not do that? That really is kind of the, the very, very core of what we as well try to do in the company. I think mean, the pandemic, I've been thinking about this a lot, also from the perspective that now when thinking about people working home, it's not that they would be totally absent, but I think these percentages might be even higher now because the motivation and do I like more work? It is not that we should be controlling them. Um, am I with my laptop now and am I using the keyboard? But if I have a good motivation, you don't have to do it. The only thing what I have to do in our company when people are having good motivation is that when the pandemic starts, the only thing we have to do with, with Pasi was to don't work too much because people started to be working long long days because they didn't have commute and they stayed at laptop 10 hours and plus and you know they said no this is not the right thing you're not going to be working well and with your own brains in a three months time so i think it, it's even more important now to be understanding and having a good experience because you will do more the homeworks and and read books or whatever that's related to work if if you not have that motivation yeah, and on the other hand, if you're at home and something doesn't work, it's just easy to say that, okay, forget it. I just go and, you know, walk the dog or do something else. At the office, you would maybe just, okay, I'll just go and serve something or like, I'm still kind of there, but I'm totally not engaged. Uh, at, and at home, it's kind of, you know, you still, you know, it's very easy on the other hand to, to kind of, if you have the poor experience to, you know, start doing something else. In the other hand, like you Sami said, when you have the good experience, you have the motivation, the, the why am I here at work, then it's uh, it's the other way around. You you kind of see that, hey, now there's no distractions and I, I can save my time from the commute and I can maybe do more work. But Yeah, I, I recently shared an article on LinkedIn about exactly that uh, here in, in uh, the United States. People tend to be compulsive workers anyway. Mm. And uh, I, I always refer to a story that a friend of mine who was uh, just stepping into a role as a New York state policeman, a state trooper, they're called. Yeah. And part of the a bridge over the Hudson River had collapsed and there was a large section of the roadway missing and nothing between that 75 feet down into the river. And people were driving around it. <laughs> They were refusing to stop. They were driving around and he was going, what are you people doing? And they said, well, I got to get to work. I have to get to work. So that's, that's pretty much. So if people see the opportunity to work more, especially if they like their job, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I love yeah. my work. You guys love your work. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, to tell yourself it's time to stop is a really important skill. And yes. it's good that you encourage your folks to realize when it's time to put the mouse down and walk away and come back to it fresh later. So that was part one of Employee Experience with Roy Atkinson. Join us again next week for the part two. I'm sure you will enjoy it as well.